0: The Postal Service expects electric vehicles to make up about 10 percent of its next-generation fleet of delivery trucks. But a group of House Democrats has introduced legislation that would push the agency faster off fossil fuels. USPS awarded that delivery vehicle contract last month, but lawmakers say the award misses an opportunity for the agency to save on long-term transportation costs. Here with the latest Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. So Jory, this contract was awarded, who did it go to and what is the current plan before we get into what Congress would like to have them do with
1: it? Just to rewind here a little bit, USPS awarded this next-generation vehicle contract to Oshkosh Defense last month, and they are expecting to see the first new vehicles to roll out on delivery routes by 2023. Two weather Companies made the shortlist and one of the vendors, Workhorse, actually proposed an all-electric vehicle fleet for USPS. And Workhorse, actually since that contract award, has met again with postal executives. So not sure what to make about that, but they're certainly not happy that the postal service didn't go with them in the end.
0: Well, who is ever happy to lose out on a multi-billion dollar contract? So what's in this new bill from House Democrats?
1: Yeah, this bill seeks to set higher aspirations for the Postal Service in acquiring an electric vehicle fleet. The bill would give the Postal Service $6 billion to replace more of its decades old vehicle fleet and move them more towards a path that is electric and zero emission. The bill would require the Postal Service to have at least 75% of its delivery vehicle fleet be electric or zero emission. And it also sets some longer term goals for the agency. By 2029, the bill would require the Postal Service to make sure that at least half of its medium and heavy duty vehicles are electric or zero emissions. So think of the big kind of 18 wheelers that go between facilities and post offices. And by 2024, the bill would actually prohibit the Postal Service from going out and buying non-electric heavy duty vehicles.
0: That sounds ambitious because you can't buy one now at all, right? Yet there's no electric heavy duty interstate transport type of truck. They don't exist. Not as far as I'm aware. Maybe in Elon Musk's drawing boards or demonstrations, but I don't think there's anything on the market yet. And under this current buying plan, how many electric vehicles did they plan to buy?
1: So Postmaster General Louis DeJoy, he told the House Oversight and Reform Committee last month that The Postal Service currently expects to have about 10% of its next generation vehicle fleet be electric or zero emission. However, the Postal Service says that they still have about a year to finalize that mix between the traditional internal combustion engine and the electric battery vehicles that they'll be going with. You know, some members of Congress and some members of that committee were, I feel, a little underwhelmed by that news, and especially in light of an executive order that President Joe Biden had signed early in his administration, directing all agencies as well as the Postal Service to move towards an all electric vehicle fleet. Keep in mind that was in January and the Postal Service has been working on this contract for years and years now. So they certainly weren't in a position to turn on a dime and adjust and follow that executive order in a matter of days and weeks.
0: Sure. So Congress didn't like the current new contract award then?
1: They were a little underwhelmed by the situation. Uh, Congresswoman Jackie Speer, Democrat of California, is a co-sponsor of this bill that we've been discussing. She cited a General Services Administration analysis showing that when you compare apples to apples, the life cycle costs of an internal combustion vehicle versus electric vehicle, they're pretty much equal at this point and that the electric vehicle is only going to trend downward as batteries become cheaper and more affordable. But Joy said that analysis doesn't consider all of the costs involved for electric vehicles. The cost per
0: truck is A little misleading because it's really the cost of infrastructure, the electric infrastructure around the nation that we would need to implement. Yeah, that's right. They have to charge the darn things and that infrastructure is not in place.
1: Actually, when you think about the Postal Service and its nationwide infrastructure of post offices, uh, that can be a considerable expense. Meanwhile, you also heard from Congressman Jimmy Gomez, also a Democrat from California, saying that Congress would push for more and push the Postal Service to move more towards electric vehicles.
0: Congress is going to be supportive of trying to get electric vehicles and the and the postal service fleet, and we also understand that's park infrastructure and we can take that into consideration when we allocate resources. I think you should take a harder look on what kind of fleet we're going to be using, especially since the the issues regarding climate the climate crisis are just just growing. All right. And uh, meanwhile, that's unresolved at this point, I guess that bill is not passed. It's just a proposal from the House Democrats. How about the USPS workforce? What's some new developments
1: there, Jory? We had heard from the Postal Service something that they had teased just last summer, the idea of offering early retirements, voluntary early retirement authority to non-union employees at the headquarters level, as well as at area and district offices. This offer doesn't come with any kind of buyout or monetary incentive, but employees who do accept the offer must do so by April 16th for the retirement to take effect by April 30th. This is part of the Postal Service's broader scope of cutting costs where they can And this offer isn't being offered to union employees at all. So this means
0: that non-union people can retire now. There's no cash incentive. Do they at least get their full pension equal to what they would have gotten if they'd worked until retirement?
1: That's the idea. And that's really the only upshot that they would be getting from this as far as a benefit perspective. For employees to be eligible, they would have to have at least 20 years of federal service at age 50 or would have to have 25 years of federal service at any age to be eligible.
0: All right, so I guess they could get a second career fixing electric vehicles. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Check out all of his postal stories at federalnewsnetwork.com.
1: Looking for holiday gifts for less? Come to Ross and say, yeah, to making your dollars stretch on name brand toys, clothes, and gifts. Get the gift of savings this holiday from Ross.
0: Yes for less. SMS text, 9.32 p.m. Hey, man. I'm not home yet. Grabbing a quick drink with my lady friend. L-O-L. But just wait for me there, dude. The spare key is under the big gray planter by the garage. Peace. When you send messages on SMS, someone else could be reading them. With end-to-end encryption, WhatsApp ensures that your personal messages are your personal messages. WhatsApp. Always message privately.